Welcome back to episode 18 of the Epic Epic Podcast. I'm your host, Perry the Pig. With me, as always, is my new co-host. Who's this? It's Dread. <laughs> Just yeah, awkward Dredd. silence. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> oh, that's so much better than I was than waiting to do that be. all week, to be honest. All right, so we're, we're going to do... <laughs> We're going to do a new a new podcast here. We're, we're doing the third uh, the third tier list. We did melee skills. We did spell skills. The spell skills had a lot of things in S tier. I think spells are pretty good in this game. But those seem to be well received both by Twitch and YouTube. So we're going to do another one. We're, we're going to rate all... Real quick. I think it's... Is it 7, 14, 14, 19 maybe? I think it's 19 or 20 minion skills we have here. So we're doing minions. But real quick, Dread, can you can you tell me what's going on with your name? What's going on with your camera? What's going on with your name? Oh, my camera is still dead. I, I still need to order a new one. I'm still deciding on which one I want. But the name stuff, I decided to change my name because a lot of people were complaining that I was making non-Last Epoch content on the Last Epoch channel. I'm like, well, the problem is what else am I supposed to do while I'm waiting for the next batch? So I decided it would just be easier to change my name again. So it could be Dread from Dread from Dreadful Gaming. We'll, no. we'll see. We'll see. This works. I, I like this. Right. But can you do me a favor? Can you yeah. send me a link to the tier list so I have it in front of my face? Oh, you want a link to my tier list? I can do that for you. Yes. Yes. Let's uh, let's ship this over your. Want to see right. your handiwork? Mm, my handiwork. You want to see it? Right. There we go. Normally I save that for tier three subs, but for you, I'll just ship it your way. In any case, we've uh, we've got some some stuff here. We are we we've we've included normal looking minion skills. We've got things like summon abomination. We've got some weird looking melee skills or sorry minion skills. Things like thorn totem. Remember thorn totem scales on minion damage, so that's gonna be included here too. Um, is there anything else that kind of stands out? I I included this. What you didn't include warcry totem, you fiend. What is war so? Uh, the the intent of this tier list is to put up everything that can be used as a primary source of damage. I don't like he does so, so Warcry Totem does deal damage, but like, come on. I know, Are we really I'm, putting Warcry Totem? I'm being on a those? random I'm being a random YouTube commenter. It's okay. <laughs> is Swarmblade on here? Oh my god, Swarmblade's not on here. I mean, I, I think that you we could make an exception. And put Stormblade on there because mm, it kind of is great the one. minion one. But it, and then at the same time, time we'd have to put Spriggan on them. But both of them would be in D tier, so it wouldn't matter anyway. So it doesn't matter. Wow. Okay. What, what do you mean? Interesting. Interesting. I'm not sure how I feel about that. So well, it's you because Vine Bear's the better Vine like Vine Summon class. So why like why are you playing Spriggan? Well, yeah, but what about Werebear? Totem Pop? Well, yeah, but that's the Thorn Totem build, not the Spriggan build. But you, you play... Okay, okay, okay. So, well, okay. I was so talking vines, about, like, I, I hear you, I hear and, you. Vines and Locusts, yeah. Okay. So we, we don't have Werebear form, which would include, like, the Vine Bear Summoner. And you play it as yeah. a Werebear because you can maul every couple seconds, and that gives you, like, a stacking percent increased damage. It's I'm really good. Thankful. I'm thankful that you did not include the Transforms, because this is a cluster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... So we didn't include Werebear, which would be like the Vine build, because we think that's the best version of the summoner there. We 100%. didn't include Spriggan form, because I don't think there's a Spriggan form that kind of stands out. We're going to talk about Thorn Totem for sure. Yeah. Um, and we, we didn't include... We could talk about Locust, but... 
it, it doesn't matter because we already know where it's going. Okay, so like Swarm Blade is good, but like the Swarm Blade minion stuff. We can, I guess we actually you played about a lot that. of Swarm Blade minion stuff. We can talk you? about that the last one. How's that sound? That'll be the last thing we talk about. Sure. Okay. So we'll we'll, we'll postpone like Locust and Swarm Blade form until the very end. So that requires its own essay to understand <laughs> what's going on. Let's let's start like we have previously. So we have uh, S A B C and D. Uh, what kind of things are we looking for with an S tier build? S is like deleting T4 Jirla in like 30 seconds tier or uh, essentially being so good you forget it's a minion. I love that description. <laughs> being so good that you forget it's a minion. A yeah, tier okay, so. is good, playable, but would always choose it. Very solid choice. Yeah, I, I, I call D S... Sorry, I, I call S like the spike tier, like Timmy Johnny Spike yeah. from Magic the Gathering. Like if you're trying if you're trying as hard as possible, like these are the builds you're playing. Like, Why does everyone what's... want us to put bees on the thing? <laughs> bees in. Next patch we'll we... put bees in, not right yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. We'll put bees in eventually. Alright, so what's what's a B tier skill look like? Well, bees, of course. Okay. <laughs> uh B tier skill would be like skeletons i think where like you can make them work but it's a pain in the butt it's it's good but like not so good that like you're just deleting the game on like mm -hmm. a few like not buttons. a noob trap yeah it's not a noob trap but it's also not easy to get oh, yeah. going so what what is 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 c a noob trap i'm gonna be honest c is like just the f tier and then d is saber tooth tier so <laughs> my favorite uh, we're, we're gonna start with Sabretooth my favorite story about Sabretooth is there was this reddit post that popped up once upon a time and somebody was like the Sabretooth is bugged and the aggro range is too small and he'll stand right in front of a monster and he won't attack it and like my response to this guy on reddit was like you're literally the only person I've ever seen use Sabretooth you, it's funny you're the too only because person. the new the new like the new the new uh what are they called? The models for Sabretooth uh -huh. look absolutely insane. So I they really hope really that it's good. good. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully there's a good update. I think of Beastmaster, like all, all the Beast Companion stuff. I think of Beastmaster as a really good mastery. Like it's got good aspects. It's got a good, like, you know, mastery skill tree. Like wolves and squirrels are good. Like bear is good. But like all the skills are kind of garbage. <laughs> They're pretty bad. It's because they're really totem, old. Like... It's because they're old. Yeah. It's not their fault. It's their oh, old. Poor thing. Everything that they've updated has been amazing. So. All right. So we're we're gonna leave this guy down here. Do you want to do another Beastmaster skill real quick? Is it, it, where's the low hanging fruit? Low hanging fruit. Yeah, because we, we got a lot uh, to say about some of these uh, skills. Let me look at the list here. Spriggan companion. We could unravel that mess. We can do that. I, let's let's talk about uh, Ring of Shields real quick. It doesn't Ring of Shields Why technically deal damage. Why did you put that? Because I'm I'm pretty sure it deals damage, isn't it? Yes, but it deals so little. Okay, so <laughs> in in terms of like a primary source of damage, don't it's make terrible. Ring of Shields a primary it's source. Of You're talking about the thing where like you get the auras around the shields. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. Okay, it's terrible. <laughs> But if we're going to talk about utility, it's like one of the best minion skills. It's very so. good for utility. It gives yeah. you percent block effect to it go just, along with it your passion. It got put in the tree that doesn't care about blocking because you're forced to use it two-hander. Quite good, quite good. 
All right. So, so we got that. We're, we're, it's at some point we've been talking about doing like a utility tier list, but like we you are. almost need to include every skill in the game. I know that's it, that's it might be hard because like you could use yeah. a skill as a primary source or you could use it for utility. Like even even summon skeletons, you could call this like utility skill because it gives you bone armor. It's like, well, <laughs> well, I don't know about that. All right. What's yeah. Let's let's do summon Spriggan. When I was a new player, there was a build called uh, Machine Gun Spriggan and people like Flintler loved it. That is no longer a thing. You could you could juice up you could juice up the girlfriend you could have her like deal pretty good damage. There's a lot of cool stuff you used to do with Spriggan, but it is like solidly a utility skill these days. Yeah, with this, like we said last week, we're also going to be rating these as main damage skills, like main skills that you actually use to clear and do mm -hmm, your damage mm -hmm. and stuff. And Summon Spriggan has definitely seen better days in that regard. Uh, so essentially what happened is it got a gigantic rework and everything good about it was essentially removed. It used to do an insane amount of damage, but now it does not do an insane amount of damage. It does a completely fair amount of damage and in an RPG where there are, uh, you know, uh, diamond matrons every other corner, fair isn't really good anymore. Especially when you're as squishy as freaking companion. You can explain the squishiness if you want. Oh, the squishiness is such a pain in the butt. Like, you see people play like EQ Werebear, and you're like, oh man, what is huge damage, 3 million damage, whatever for your EQ Werebear. But like, you need crit to get the good damage on an EQ Werebear, but you don't have access to base critical strike chance. So you can say, oh, why don't I just run Spriggan Companion? And it gives you like plus eight, doesn't it? It's like eight and five is 13 mm -hmm, basic strike chance, which is huge. It's a preposterous amount of damage. But like it dies like to a breath of fresh air. Just like it's like it falls over. It is very even when squishy. you invest into it, even when you invest into it, even it when you dies. invest in it. So like investing in it would mean like building like minion health affixes on your gear building attunement on your gear in order to get that Indian flat region. HP as well. It just, it does yeah. not work. <laughs> so we're going to leave a this successful main skill spricken build since it was reworked. So we're putting it in C tier. I think it's I think still play aroundable. It's way more play aroundable than Sabretooth, but it's not like, I, I just love thing. that. I love the one poor person on Reddit who played Sabretooth. Yeah. I want to say and real quick with a, with a summon spriggan here. Um, if you if you push to like 400, maybe 500 waves in arena, or maybe you watch somebody push to 400, 500, maybe 600 waves in the arena, um, Spriggan spends like 90% of its time dead. And you just, you stand on its corpse for like one second, every couple seconds to keep its aura alive. Because the aura is the thing that gives you crit and the aura is still there, even if Spriggan's sitting on the ground. So like, it's really just like a corpse simulator. By the time that you're running difficult content, it is not so, a good skill in terms so of survival. So, Spriggan Companion will be a lot better when multiplayer comes around in this regard. I have to defend it in this regard because when you are playing a support build, you have the ability to go all in on minion tankiness. So, you can actually make some. If, if that's like your tankiness. entire build, all of your affixes, I could see that. Hmm. All right. They, they should so be I'm, up there in the uploads, Aldenire. I'll yeah, take take a look at exclamation oh, point podcast. The... It's on there. Let's let's drag up another skill here. 
I want to uh, I want to keep talking about minion survivability, like minion leech, minion affixes. Let's talk about storm crows. Oh boy! Now, just for reference, we're not talking about the ward crows. We're talking about them as a damage source. As as a damage source. There's a really cool node. I actually, there's a couple really cool nodes. I don't really like how all of them work, but there's this node in Stormcrow where like they gain more damage the more melee hits you have done recently. It's really cool. It's huge damage. But yeah, like, there's a lot of good Stormcrow stuff. So the only the only Stormcrow builds that I've seen succeed are builds that snapshot Stormcrows, which makes me really sad. It's hard to get them to what survive. What are you talking about? I've played two successful Stormcrow builds. All right, tell me about the Stormcrow builds that you've played and enjoyed. All right, so there are two current archetypes that I know of that are actual archetypes and not just snapshotting. And that is either Poison Stormcrow Beastmaster or there is Swarm Blade Transform Abuse Cooldown Speed Abusing Swarm Blade. Now, for the Poison Stormcrow build, what you do is you play normal Stormcrows, but you leverage Aspect of the Viper so that you can essentially do a lot of damage. Turns out when you have like five crows and you're doing like Aspect of the Viper stuff, it's a lot of damage because poison. Also as well, a lot of their mechanics are more damage. It's like generic more damage mm -hmm. instead of just hit damage, which works really well for poison. And this makes them do an obscene amount of damage. Now, the problem is they don't survive because they are very squishy, much like Spriggan Companion. But we have a bone. Thankfully, thanks to the introduction to Lethal Concentration in TLDR, if you don't know what that is, it is a two-handed unique spear that gives your minion 8% of their poison damage leeches life. And this turns your Stormcrows from squishy little butts to, like, actual tank machines, like... Tank Oribis at 300 Corruption or deal with T4 Jirla kind of tanking. It is absolutely disgusting, the difference between having that and not having that spear. So, yeah. Also, as well, the best thing about uh, Leech in regards to dots is since it leeches at, at every tick, it kind of functions as a pseudo-regen. So, for instance, if you're, like, a melee build and you hit something for really hard and you get to like your max HP, everything that goes above your HP is wasted leech. But with dot builds, since it's incremental, uh, it continues to keep healing you, even though, you know, of course you're done with leeching because, you know, it keeps ticking and keeps putting leech instances on the mm -hmm. stack. And even that if you're is full what, health, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that is what makes storm crows insanely strong for that regard. Now, that's one of the builds. And the other build is to utilize, uh, essentially, so their ability, Storm Crow, uh, what is it, Crow Storm? Yeah, Crow Storm. So it is their active companion ability, and what it does is it makes them all attack the same target in an AoE. It deals more damage based on each crow participating, and there's a lot of nodes in the tree that benefit it as well. And what you do is you go, you know, crit with it, and then you go Storm Crow because, I mean, Swarmblade. <laughs> Swarmblade has an ability in it that allows you to trigger a companion ability when you use your Swarm Strike, which is your AoE attack. And you can get that to an absurdly low cooldown to like two seconds. And that will bypass the cooldown 
of the actual chrosome because the actual chrosome takes like a 10 second cooldown or something now normally you what you would do is you'd use a terrorist blessing to reset the cooldown but that is insanely mana intensive storm crow doesn't give two shits and it just uh doesn't cost any mana and it doesn't cost any cooldown either so you just spam crow storm and you're essentially able to play the crow storm build without you know without having to deal with all the stupid stuff with the terrorist blessing and druid has a lot of support for this kind of setup considering that when you transform out of uh, swarm blade all your cooldowns are reset so when you transform out you can use entangling roots which gives your minions a bunch of crit and a bunch of adaptive damage which is ridiculous by the way it's really strong now one of the biggest problems though is you're only able to access like three crows instead of like six or whatever that beastmasters uh, can access which is fine it's like whatever you still do end up doing enough damage but that one's more on the more on the lines of something fun you can do but definitely poison storm crows is so strong that i would put an a tier you put an A tier? Because of the build. Because of poison. Now, this could easily change next patch. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've, I've played that build, and I've had the lethal concentration for the leech, and, like, they still... I guess I was trying to take them in Arena, and, like, they were getting trounced. Well, it's because Arena never is good for minion builds. Uh, I would kind of rough for minions out I there. I would never bring a minion build into Arena, because infinite scaling, baby. Mm. <laughs> it's like... You'll always get to the point where you're And like they're always gonna be hit by something, like it's hard to micro them all the time. Yeah. Also, were you running uh the gloves, the Jurla gloves? Like, I was. I was running the Jurla gloves. Okay. Yes. Were they capped um, on res? Because that's very important. Probably not. But the Jewelver gloves, yeah. the fact that Jewelver gloves give resistance to your minions, totally underrated. It's really good. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I, I do want to say, like, I I've, I've got a proposal for Stormcrows. There's a node that says like it's a percent chance. For them to chain like three times, <laughs> I would I would love to see the percent chance for them to chain three times. Instead, just be like you invest one point, they chain once all the time. You invest two points, you know they they chain twice all the time. Like <laughs> that would be incredibly uh, good quality of life. Instead of this like what like zero chain, zero chain, zero chain, zero chain. Three chain, three chain. Like no, just make it like a little it's bit more. It's a lot standard. more consistent when you have mm -hmm. five storm crows, but the problem is, yeah, it still feels bad. Now, it's funny because when we saw that node, oh, <laughs> everyone was angry when we saw that node because we're like a twenty-five percent chance to uh, chain and also five points. That's insane. Sweet. Can't wait. No, just like make it make instead of like five points, 25% chance to chain three times, just make it like make it only scale to two times chain. Yeah. I'm gonna put this in B tier. I do not think that poison storm crows are A tier. Alright, I'll have to play it again, I guess. Uh, but I guess if we're gonna talk from arena perspective, I guess. But then uh, to be honest, if we're talking from arena perspective, we should put all of these in D tier. Because I don't know why you're playing minions in arena. You like A tier? I like this I like the uh the storm or oh, crow the, storm the stuff a lot why, more than I like the basic tag stuff. The reason why I'm putting it in A tier in this regard is because okay. we don't really have anything else to compare it to. That's the problem. Because this list is going to be very weighted at the bottom. <laughs> God, the like the melee tier list, like everything was B tier. You know, the, the spell tier mm -hmm. list, everything was S tier. And now this is gonna be like weighted kind of toward the bottom, like C and D tier, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 
God, and we we need to so instead of just talking about survivability and whatnot, let's talk about how about let's talk about minion AI with this Ooh. skill right here. Ooh, little little bit of a assemble abomination. I think I think like the the necromancers out there, the people who like playing minion builds love this. They're like, wow, I can sacrifice all my minions and make one Giga Chad, and he deals a million damage per hit, and it's the stupidest minion and the worst AI I've ever seen. Yep, summon a bomb. I would probably just put an A tier right after Stormcrow. A tier. No, no, like in front of Stormcrow because it's better than Stormcrow's. Because so it is yeah. one of the best after, boss killers before. in the entire game. Uh, because you can essentially do bosses AFK. Because you can make your uh, summon abomination so tanky that it could just tank everything in the world and punch things to death. Early yeah, on, when Tier 4 Jorah was like just introduced to the game with the Temporal Sanctum, the first dungeon there, uh, mm -hmm. you started playing a Abomination build. And like you were just totally memeing on Jorah altogether. Just like oh, eyes yeah. shut, blindfold on. Like, And I was worried. I was like, man, do I really need to play a stupid summoner build just to kill Jorah in hardcore? Thank God we fixed a lot of that. Thank God. <laughs> It does uh, have the worst AI of all time, but turns out when you're in a boss fight, the AI doesn't matter. God, the AI is so bad. I would I would never willingly play the skill. Oh yeah. It's 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 <laughs> one of those like it's one of those situations where like, yeah, you have infinite damage, but you have the brain the size of a pea. You know, and I'll be honest, I kind of like the flavor of that, because that's kind of how I would assume it would be in the lore, where mm -hmm. it's like a stupid stupid hunk of meat mm -hmm. but it, it it's it's a lovable stupid hunk of meat you know and a, it a, a lovable lot of stupid hunk of meat now if you don't understand what happened with summon abomination so back in the day there was a very strong summon abomination build and it was the soul cleave variant so tldr when you summon things with summon abomination right you sacrifice minions and depending on what minion you sacrifice your summon abomination could have different abilities and one of the abilities was soul cleave now soul cleave essentially it takes a wraith like in the recipe and it essentially hits the entire fucking screen it is huge very 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 big and it was one of my favorite, most favorite builds in the game. And it was a lot of other people's favorite builds in the game because it got around the AI problem by just having screen-wide AOE because it had a gigantic slice. Like that that kind of sounds slice. like Tempest Strike. Like, man, if only Tempest Strike hit everything on the entire screen at once. I mean, but the thing is, is like A-Bomb was actually good because of that because mm. like it was actually good and it was actually okay in Arena because of that. Now, what happened was... Uh, so whenever you summon an abomination, it degents its life over time, and you have to resummon it. Now, back in the day, you'd only have to resummon it, like, what, maybe every 10 minutes or something like that, which wasn't even that bad, especially with how easy it was to summon, thanks to the wraith loop and all that stuff. Now, the problem is, these days, if you do not use a skeleton to summon him, and if you use anything else, he instantly dies. It is sad. Unless if you, like, sacrifice 50 bajillion minions with, like, the minion loop, but then, then, then you're having other problems. Mm -hmm. So, TLDR, Wraith, like, if Cleave Abomination still existed, I would put an S tier. But it does not exist, because they decided that A-Bomb doesn't, doesn't deserve to 
stay alive outside of the skeleton node. And the skeleton node, the one that, like, where it makes it so you can only sacrifice skeletons mm -hmm. and then it, like, stays alive forever, I think, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm just going to put my thoughts out there on this, I think was one of the dumbest ideas ever. Because now what happens is if you're not playing a skeleton abomination build, your build sucks. And it's like, I don't like that because it kind of removes a lot of the variability of the skill because there's a lot of cool stuff you could do with A-Bomb, like Stomp, Cleave, the Tail Slam with, like, a Volatile Zombie. Mm -hmm. But you never get to play those versions because you'd have to resummon it every two minutes if you're being, like, an actual good person and not using the, the summon loop. So, yeah, it, it has fallen from grace slightly. So A tier definitely is where it deserves like The to quality be. of life stuff makes me so sad. Like locking quality of life behind not being able to make other decisions. Yeah. Like, locking okay, you want to deal damage, behind, you know, give yeah. up all of your cool projectile behavior. Like, okay, you want to have minion survivability, give up all the other cool ideas that you get to do. Yeah. Not getting the cleave anymore was a very sad day for A-Bomb because it was going places with that. But yeah, so wait, A tier. <laughs> so, so what do we call it? The lovable sack of meat? Yeah. I, I call it sack yeah. of meat. Yeah, lovable sack of meat. I feel like there's a joke to be made, but we're gonna skip right past that. Let's talk about something else. You you've got me thinking about minion AI, and uh, let's let's. Oh I guess no! I, I've got, I've oh got, no! <laughs> I've got two things on my mind. You said that it's a, a simple abomination kind of feels good because it's like this lovable sack of meat, and it kind of makes sense in terms of lore. What about the lore of like a piece of armor running around with a million movement speed? Oh. God. So uh, to me, uh manifest armor, like I know you it might deals put it at the top. Put it, it at the top. It, it deals it top. really good damage. And like the, the builds top. that surround it have very high survivability. But this thing's an idiot. It's I know like it's a idiot, proper idiot. But it's still like the problem is when we make this tier list, right? We have to keep in mind that we're comparing it to the other skills on the list. Mm -hmm. So manifest armor in comparison to the other skills on those lists is definitely S tier. Yeah, the problem I, I, is, I think is I think it'd be a failure if we didn't yeah. put anything in S tier. We got to put something. Yeah. In. Well, I mean, you know exactly what we're putting in S tier, but well, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, skills, so yes, I, I know. Manifest I know. armor, if you don't know, TLDR, the best manifest armor build currently right now is where you use shield throw to proc a little circular AOE off of uh, manifest armor. And you can do some abuse there where you like chain on it multiple times and stuff like that. And essentially it makes your manifest armor hit a lot more per second than it normally would because it scales with your throwing attack speed and it scales off of his damage now his damage is entirely based upon what gear you're wearing so for instance if you're running an apathy's ma he does apathy's ma stuff and if now, you're wearing a legendary apathy's ma with woo. base crit he's going <laughs> to crit all the time and since apathy's ma has a lot of flat and it doesn't care about attack speed and you don't care about attack speed because you're using throwing attack speed to augment his attack speed. It has essentially taken over the boss killing meta other than another build, which we'll be talking about soon. Uh, essentially, Manifest Armor is one of the premier bosses. It is killing T4 Jirla in the bosses in like 30 seconds. It is absolutely disgusting. It will be nerfed. It's just how it is. I, now, I don't think it's been changed. Manifest armor ever yeah, since legendary ever, ever since legendary items were introduced and like legendary items give you like, you know, one or two, maybe even three extra attributes per item slot. Like it's 
a huge amount of power creep, more than anything else, once we saw uh, legendary items introduced. You know what's funny, Shunk? Shunk just said Void Cleave on top for even more overkill, yeah. I was, uh, I know what he means there, but I was mm. like thinking, like if we put Void Cleave on this list, it would be in its own tier above S tier because how much damage it gives, <laughs> like as a as a support skill for manifest yeah. or for uh, for minion stuff, sure. So yeah. I, I want to give a shout out to a forum person, build creator, something, something. I think the name is Chris. Maybe it's Chrissy. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna write the name in Chris's chat here. Manifest but... armor build is really nice. This this is the first manifest armor that like really made my jaw drop. So this was somebody who put out a build guide with, you know, an LP Apathy's Maw with base crit on it. And they were showing the build that Dread was just describing very early on once uh, once legendary items were introduced. And it's just an absolutely insane amount of damage. Even during um, even during like the leveling process, like when your character is like level 30 or 35 or something, you walk up to a boss, a, a boss that would normally take you like, you know, a minute, maybe you'll kill it in like four seconds. It is insane how much damage you can get out of manifest armor and how early you get that as well base manifest armor without all the shenanigans mm -hmm. is still a really strong minion skill and i would still put it up there because it is just that strong and i still have no desire to play man i don't want to play minion build i want to play builds that are busted as hell if i'm going to sit down and play a minion build i'm going to play like the best minion build <laughs> so we're talking about minion ai so here's oh, no. here's my two cents yeah We've got this oh, skill no. here called Summon Wraith. And, and we're going to put Summon Wraith all the way at the top. It's so it's far up that I almost want to move Manifest Armor down to A. Man I so mean, you know what? You know what? Fine. I think that's acceptable. Yeah, I, I think that's acceptable. I, mean, I, no, I, I, think, think, I think it would be sacrilege if we had any other skill up there with Summon Wraith at this point. Is, is there going to be a third legit. skill? There's not, right? No. There's, there's no, no third skill it. that goes up we're here. I'll, I'll put Manifest Armor. That's fine. That's it. So, We're done with the list. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Wraith, Wraith <laughs> has a projectile, and you can you can turn off their movement. And what's the worst part of any of a any minion build? The worst minion build is the the minion AI and the minions wiggling around, not knowing which enemy to target, and having a stationary projectile uh, summon Wraith solves all of those problems. They have perfect AI, perfect targeting, insane damage. Oh my god, the build is so good. Stationary fire rates with Aberrant Call, whatever that staff is called. I mean, you could use insane. anything, to be honest. You could use a Bastion. It doesn't matter what you Ooh, use. It's so good. So this build, if you wanted to, like, meme on Tier 4 Jewelra and kill her in, like, 10 seconds, after three days of gameplay from a fresh start, this is your build absolutely bonkers amount of damage i hope it gets deleted out of the game eventually <laughs> I, I hope that the best way to play the minion skill is not to make it stationary the so the stationary node has a 100 more damage multiplier on it why that's a lot of damage to give to your minion well what happened was they got reworked and that wasn't taken into account apparently mm. i don't know I, I i feel like like that so so there's minions that decay there's putrid uh putrid rates as well the projectile race there's like the two rates where you have like two big ones um you can do other things with summon rates but one of them is just like the best build in the game and the other ones are just things you can do 
I'm gonna be honest with you, Sonoka, even versus Wolf AI, it is still better because turns out when you turn off their movement, they spend a lot more time doing the thing Attacking. that's important. Yeah, Attacking. doing the yeah. doing what you want them to do. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they're stationary, but they have insane aggro range and they work like a totem. They're essentially I've, the best I've, version of I've, totems we've I've ever seen. I've been listening. I've been listening to those dirty minion player mains. Those people Ooh. who play Necromancer in every single build or in every single video game. And I've heard a complaint pop up. And this is probably like an old complaint, but it's, it's news to me because I don't really play minion builds. But they were saying, man, I wish there would be an action RPG <clears throat> where instead of you charging into combat and your minions lagging behind you, I wish the minions would go first and you could direct them in front of you so that you're not face tanking. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. if, if only you get the minions to charge into combat first instead of you charging into combat and the minions lagging behind. And with Summon Wraith, because you're re-summoning them, because you're putting them in front of you and they're stationary and they're off-screening stuff for you, it does exactly that. It solves, like, the classic problem of action RPG minions. Yep, I agree. Pretty Summon good. Wraith definitely deserves its spot until it eventually gets nerfed into Com the ground. Completely, which I hope completely disgusting. Alright, what... What skill do you want to talk about? I, I've talked uh, about the first couple of skills that I want to uh, that I want to hit on. What let's talk about let's get some Beastmaster stuff out of the way. Beast. Let's talk about Summon Bear. Yeah, let's go. Okay. So I've I've only used Summon Bear as like a companion in a in a Viper it's not Viper Strike. What's it called? Serpent Strike build. Uh, but I know there's somebody out there in the community who plays a Spriggan form plus Retaliate Bear. And they yeah. put Thorn Shield on the bear over and over. And they think it's like the best build in the game. <laughs> I, I I played crits. I played crit uh crit bear as well. So it's and where, I know where's that this poison thing bear is pretty good. Is this thing better than A bomb? No. I, I think we're talking about retaliate bear is like the best version of bear, right? Yeah. If we're gonna talk about retaliate bear, I would just put it in like very low B. Very low B. Low. I think it's a good meme. I think it's a good meme. The problem is, is like it's the same problem that Sabretooth has, where it's like its skill tree looks like it was made in two thousand two. So it's, it's an atrocious skill tree. Yes. Which which is fine. That's just what it was the beginning. This was before they even imagined where they were going to get in terms of the game's success. So. It's completely okay. I, what Sonoka said, I agree. I prefer being a bear myself. Oh, you is... can have a bear? Wait, can you have a bear if you're a bear? Yes. Can you, you do can. that? You can yes. do that, can't you? Yes. Now, like I said, the problem with summon bear is the retaliate stuff is insanely strong. In but as soon as it's not retaliate, like you're on a boss, it starts to lack a mm. lot. And that's I... like... The complete opposite of normal minion builds because normally minion builds have really good single target but bad clears. So yeah, it is yeah. the complete opposite in that regard. Now it's probably going to be reworked, and when I say reworked, I mean all the fun taken out of it. So we're not going to probably have infinite retaliates anymore. We're not going to be able to delete the screen with retaliate. So you can get some really big lag spikes. Yeah, with so retaliate bear right now. It's just like I said, like Summon Sabretooth, where it's going to get reworked, so there's no point in ranking it anyways, because it's going to get removed and then made into a completely different skill. So I'd just say B tier. So so Hunter, if you're out there, I know Retaliate, any kind of Retaliate build is pretty good in Arena, 
because you can just focus on being tanky. We're not putting bear any higher than this. We're gonna put we're gonna put bear in B tier. B for bear. Uh, I I think it's acceptable. I've played bear and it's fun. It's just like I said, the problem is your single target lacks significantly versus other minion builds, specifically right, so, the ones we put up there. <laughs> so you you were mentioning wanting to do beastmaster builds, and I I almost recommended getting someone to join us on the podcast today because I've done so little with skills like this. What does this skill like I read the skill tree. I know I know it's got like this rampage mechanic built into it. What so, the heck are you supposed to do with like Raptor? All right. What? So <laughs> summon Raptor is one of if not one of the best single target minion builds in the entire game. Wow. It does absolutely absurd amounts of damage whether you're doing bleed, crit, poison, TLDR, its entire tree, all it is, it's just damage. It's just damage. It's all it is. It's just damage. Every single node, damage. Damage, damage, damage. It's like Every it's like earthquake. Everything's thing. a more damage multiplier. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that makes it really strong. The problem is it has the basic attack range of a noodle. So, you know, like you put on the rampage, you make it attack really fast, but it's kind of like it. T-Rex, you know, like the T-Rex, you know, like the, the arm. So it's, the you know, flavorful where it has no range. And it means it never clears anything. But if you wanted to use it for single target, I definitely wouldn't see why not. The problem with, like, Raptor specifically is the other skills that do just as much damage as it outperform it. So I would put it in A tier. A tier right above Stormcrows, I think. It is a, a very tier. strong minion for All right. What if awesome. what if what if Raptor visually grew in size it per does rampage stack? Oh, well, I mean it doesn't per rampage stack, but it gets really big. But what and then like what if it was like the size of Summon Abomination? Oh god. And like what if then it was it like actually summon, a T-Rex? I, I wish they would call it summon dinosaur and then you could like change what yes! dinosaur it is. That'd, That'd be, be so cool. Yeah, make like summon T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. But no, summon raptor is no joke. It 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 puts in the work. Like it's it's a really good build. It's just like I said, it lacks what every other solo companion build lacks, i.e. clear. If it just had something like Manifest Armor had where it had an AoE skill on it or something like that, it would definitely be really, really, really good. But like I said, really good bosser. The problem is there are better bossers now. It used really to be good bosser. all right, all right. So it's not an embarrassing skill. I'm surprised to hear that. Not an embarrassment. Well, it is if you're trying to clear a monolith, but right, guess listen. what? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter anymore now, does all right. it? <laughs> do, you, do you want to talk about like kind of the elephant in the room? elephant in the room we already talked about summon wraiths well we we're talking about like other skills that you could be playing that do a better job than raptor better job than Sabertooth, better job than all these beastmaster things what are we talking about what are you, you, you want to talk about? about wolves oh i mean okay i wish you would have done me a favor and put squirrels both on this list because I think do you, want, do you want squirrels on the list and wolves so on the list? If we're gonna two put, separate things. So if we had squirrels on the list, we'd put an S tier. Now, if we're gonna talk about wolves and we're gonna talk about wolves it's themselves, whoa, 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 I would whoa, whoa, put whoa. it at A tier, right below summon summon Stormcrow. 
Wolves are a completely appropriate build. I I would I would willingly play like a wolf. If game. every minion build was the same kind of idea as summon wolf, where it felt decent. And are you clear, saying wolf? Hmm? Are you saying summon wolf? Wolf, yeah, wolf. Wolf, wolf, yeah. Wolf. Okay, continue. It? I'm sorry. Yeah, summon wolf. You know who let the dogs out? Wolf, wolf, wolf. Yeah, wolf. sure, sure. Summon wolf. <laughs> We're no, we're making them separate on purpose, Lunar. We're All making right. them separate on purpose. I am, I am, I am doing a veto. It is separate because squirrels are on their own level of stupidity. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't understand why it was added. I think it's one of the stupidest things in the game. But at the same time, I think there is a gigantic difference between someone can. Summon Squirrel, which is technically its own minion skill. When you put on the helmet, it changes the skill, by the way. Oh, the it's skill true. Icon. It's a different icon, it, too. It is essentially mm. its own minion, right? It, it, yeah, it's, its own it, behavior. It doesn't count. doesn't count. doesn't count. And then, but yeah, like, if we were to talk about Squirrels versus Wolves, like, Squirrels is, like, below Manifest Armor. But I think it's above Manifest Armor. No, I think it's below because it's below. I, I, I think like the clear speed is so much better than manifest armor. I think manifest armor is better because it's on a on a sentinel. <laughs> I think manifest armor is better because it's on a sentinel because <laughs> you're not playing a beastmaster. <laughs> Interesting. Beastmaster is tanky though. All right. Uh, but all right. So like it's it's either number two or problem. number three. We're I, we're in agreement I, like that. We're like it's it, under flame wraith definitely. It's so hard because it's like actual summon wolves is nowhere near that good. All right, so let's let's talk about like normal summon wolf. I think so. The squirrel build, it's funny. It's from Zizarin, big content creator. Everybody knows what the skill is. Let's talk about wolves for just a moment, like we were. Wolves, uh, wolves themselves. You can play poison wolves. You can play crit wolves. You can play necrotic crit wolves. <laughs> summon wolves is a very strong archetype in terms of like just generic strength it is like the generic beastmaster build and it's it got is a like pretty this. good skill tree too yeah there's like different nodes you can take and not be an embarrassment to yourself and like you've played poison poison mm -hmm. wolves with the retaliate stuff mm -hmm. right and you've had fun with it although you took it into arena which means you did not have fun true true uh, absolutely true and then like crit i've played crit necrotic wolves which was the best wolf build until that helmet entered the game mm -hmm. all right so what then, so crit necrotic wolves uh with the boots what what are, what are the boots mm -hmm. called uh yulia's uh, yeah yulia something um where does that build go crit necrotic oh, it's a tier a tier it's, it's like the same thing yeah you think like worse than uh worse than storm crows or better than storm crows uh worse than storm crows because i know i'm gonna get laughed at for this answer but the the chain aoe is still better than wolf aoe <laughs> So the only the only AOE that comes in from Wolf, it, it's something that I see people not pick up, and I I gotta say like you gotta take this. Ice bite, ice, ice bite is so really awkward. Ice bite is so awkward because it converts all your damage to ice, uh, cold on that attack. So yeah. you have to like scale generic melee damage. It's confusing. It's, but it's it's good though. Like it's good AOE. It's good. You want it's that kind of confusing. thing. It's just confusing. All right, so we got we got summon Wolf. 
We got summon squirrel as either two or three, but summon wolf is over I here. Would, I would have literally, if I was making the list, I would have just taken summon squirrel. I'd put the picture of the helmet or the picture of the skill and put it at the mm -hmm. top because it's a completely different build. I'm gonna be honest; it's on its own power you level. You don't like the and helmet, and it deserves its own. Hmm? You think you think like the helmet's OP? Like, shouldn't shouldn't I... be in the game? I don't like it because I know it's going to happen. The helmet isn't going to get nerfed. The skill's going to get nerfed because mm. this has happened before. This has happened before where a skill gets nerfed because of an item sins. And this is definitely one of those situations where I could see it happening where someone wolf gets blanketly nerfed because, you know, squirrels are insanely powerful. Mm -hmm. And instead of squirrels getting nerfed, the, the wolves get nerfed. And that's what I'm worried about because I really like wolves and where they are right now. And it would be very sad to see wolves get put down lower on this list because they get nerfed because some of the squirrels are just that so overtuned. I think overtuned is a good word. I, I like the helmet. I liked it as such like such range in the rules. Mm. Like you either get like 5% increased max life or 30%. You get like I plus think one to what happened was three. they didn't want their they didn't want the the supporter unique to end up like Ziggy's where it becomes unusable. Uh huh. So no, but they just even made even Zizzern so wanted that. He specifically wanted something that had really wide rules to it, and I love it. Yeah. Like you oh, get no, a helmet, no, you're like, that's man, all I'm I hope talking about. I'm talking about how so strong rare. it is, how like overtuned it is. Yeah. Like how like ridiculously strong it is. I'm like, what's what's the I'm strongest like, thing about the helmet? Just like the fact that it doubles your minion. The count? base minions themselves. The minions themselves. Not mm. the helmet. The minions. So like not themselves. even not even the stats on the helmet. Yeah. Turns out doubling your minion count is insanely strong and a lot of other reasons. Pretty like, good for armor shred. Yeah, there's a lot of different reasons why it's insanely strong. But armor shred, fizz shred, just the base minion, the the uh, what is it called? The ability, like the ability to get squirrel line rage is better. Uh -huh. Everything about it is just better. Having like just it is just an objective upgrade, and it is sad because of that. I, I'm objective. I guess, like, if you're playing a wolf build, there's no reason you wouldn't use the helmet. Yeah, if you're ever playing a wolf build, like a wolf crit, wolf poison, doesn't matter what you're doing, to be honest, at this point, and you drop that thing and you're not wearing it, is, like, it. it's just... And, yeah, I think that what they did was they overtuned it because they didn't want it to be bad. Mm -hmm. Because it would be terrible or someone to pay $1,000 for a unique, and it'd be absolute garbage, like Zizzerns. I mean, not Zizzer, but uh, Ziggy's unique, <laughs> you know, right now. So it would suck. So, yeah. I hear you. I, so I feel it like there's definitely a lot, there, There's a lot of talking that we could do about squirrels. We, okay, so we have we have one thing we want to talk about at the end of That's the podcast. That's kind of why I wanted two different things. Boy, yeah, yeah. Two different so skills. We, we're going to talk about swarm blade form at the end of the podcast. Let's let's see if we can revisit squirrels as well. Yeah, we're we'll shelf that for the time being. Again. All right, let's keep going. What about we we had some uh, some retaliation builds going out here? Exsanguinous. Yeah, there you go. We had some retaliation builds. What about what about Bone Golem? What's going on with bone this guy? Bone Golem. So Bone Golem used to be insanely strong. Um, so TLDR, what you do is you spec it so that it retaliates every single time you hit it yourself. And then use bone, uh, use a uh, rip blood to hit it, and then of course some interaction with bone curse allows you to double hit it, and that like you get like three retaliations every time you click it, 
and it scales off of spell damage, has a lot of more damage modifiers in the tree. Then, of course, use the Bone Curse, which gives it even more damage modifiers. And then on top of that, use Dread Shade, the Solo Dread Shade, which makes it so that it auto-crits, which allows it to be playable, because if it wasn't for the auto-crit, it would not be playable. And TLDR, it becomes an AoE clearing monstrosity. It doesn't have as much DPS on single target as some of these other options. But the clear on it is absolutely insane. You let it just go. It's it's like the better version of Retaliate Bear. I would, like, I would happily play this build, by the way. Yeah. It, it doesn't even feel like a minion build sometimes. It just feels like you, get to you scale have a totem that walks around. Speed. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's the kosher version of Manifest Armor. <laughs> what do you think? A tier? Where I put it? A tier, yeah. I would put it like I would put it right below Manifest. Uh, I would put no, I would put it right below. A bomb, because A bomb just has so much single target. God bless. Okay, I'm I'm happy with this. I'm still yeah. surprised by Raptor, but I'm happy with what else we have going. It has on so much clear. Like if clearing monoliths actually meant something and actually was a viable tactic, uh -huh. it would definitely be higher on this list. But it is not, so it is lower. Because I, I would I would even be happily target. like leveling with this thing. Like it's, oh, leveling with it's, it's, it's amazing. Good as leveling. soon as you get Straight it set up, up it's insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. let's uh let's grab another skill you want to choose the next one uh let's talk about let's talk about a bad one so we can keep going <laughs> with the bad train take uh, your pick ballistas we can talk about ballistas i Ooh. i was hovering over ballista all right you so. want to you want to explain <laughs> what happened with uh beanishol and ballistas and stuff you want to explain that i i don't i don't know what i so the only ballista that i or the only ballista build that oh, i know you don't right remember now is the one you? that lizard put oh, together yeah lizard has one. played a build with a uh, morning frost with dexterity and like dexterity mm -hmm. gives your um yeah your minions damage it gives them attack speed as well and like there's there's some good stuff going on there it looked fine but so, like ballistas. Yeah, so, ballistas have had a rocky history. When they were released, they were insanely strong. Like, like I'm talking like summon rates strong. There were the summon rates before summon rates were a thing. And the reason why is because there is a node inside of its tree that allows you to scale with uh, your stats at a certain amount. Let me go look at the name of the node and how much it is so I'm correct on my assumption here. Let me go find it real quick. Uh, here it is. Now, shared enhancements. So essentially what it does is your damage modifiers also apply to your ballista, but at a reduced ratio. So if you have three points in it, you 45% uh, of your damage is shared to the summoned ballista. This applies to, I believe, flat damage as well. It applies to increased damage. It applies to everything. Now... The problem, the, the problem is it used to be 100%, but it was bugged. It didn't say 100%, it said 45%. And when that was the case, Summon the Ballista was actually a really good build and a really fun build because it actually did a lot of damage for your investment. You can make it share your crit. You can make it have a bunch of projectiles. You can make it pierce a bunch of times. But... What happened was they fixed that bug and it fell out of it fell into obscurity instantly because it just doesn't do enough damage for the investment. Like, don't get me wrong, I've seen the lizard setup and all that, but I think the problem with the skill in general is just like you're playing a minion build on a rogue and 
it just feels really mediocre. The summoning of them sucks too, the attack speed of them. So for instance, they have a significantly reduced attack speed in the beginning. Like um, I think it's a gigantic amount of reduced attack speed or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but TLDR, they start out with an insanely reduced attack speed. So like they're not based on your attack speed, they have their own. And you can build that back up with dexterity and some nodes, but it feels god awful because of that. So I've got I've got two things I want to sneak in here about ballista. One is the uh, the bow that goes along with it. It says like plus two ballista. They get some extra stuff. Lutheran stand. Is it is this playable without using that? Oh yeah, you just go ailment ballista. So if you don't have the bow, you go ailments instead. Got gotcha. you. Used to be able to go ailment ballista. I don't know if you do it anymore, considering it doesn't really work anymore. Technically, I have a build planner saved for Doom ballista, but we're gonna oh, skip god. right past that. Oh my god. Um. So my second question is, why when you first get okay, so you, you you're leveling up, you're a new player, you're playing a rogue, you're like, oh, I got something ballista. It pops up in your bar. You click it, and all of your mana disappears. Mm-hmm. I wish that clicking on a skill for the first time felt good across the board. Every single skill, every buff, every melee, every spell. Melissa definitely does not follow that trend. Like you, you click on something and you're like, oh, this is cool. I want to continue investing in this. Like I get that it's playable. Like maybe, maybe it's even A tier. It's maybe like top of B or something, but. It's playable after a lot of investment. Like you click on it the first time and it just feels like, what am I doing? Okay, ditch this, never touch it again. <laughs> yeah, it. So one of the biggest problems with Ballista is its node, its nodes are the same problem that like Volcanic Orb has. It has the point dump problem. Mm-hmm. So for instance, its Pierce node. It says, Ballista bolts pierce through enemies, continue through targets they hit, right? The problem is, it's one pierce per node. It's not a chance to pierce. I, I would it's be okay a with pierce per You should put one node. point in it. It's fine, it's right? five nodes to Just fill it out. Just put one point in it. You only need one know, pierce anyways. But then it, and, and as well, we have the other node where it gives you extra projectiles, but... But it gives it to you at a 25% chance. So one in one in four gets the extra projectile. So when you invest a node into it, you don't even get the extra projectiles most of the time. You don't even feel the fact when that you, you just put, invested that yeah. point in. And when you put the node, when you put more nodes into it, it doesn't even feel better because the chance doesn't go up. The extra projectiles do, but the problem is you never see them. <laughs> <laughs> and especially because of how slow it shoots in the beginning but and then of course like you said the mana problem like there's good ways of making them work but that's you have to work to make them work and are I we are we putting this in b tier what do you b, think yeah b that's fine b yeah. for ballista b for bear like i I'm promise not a ballista this is not believer, intentional but other people are i think people are ballista believers i i want to talk about a good skill I want to talk about a good skill. We already talked about all the good skills. Minion builds, man. All right. I'm I'm going to drag this one up. How do you feel about Skelly Mages? Oh, Skelly Mages. Ooh. There's there's good stuff going on there. So, Skelly Mages were insanely strong back in the olden days when I started first playing because the game had not progressed to the point where it is right now where you need billions damage to make the game feel good specifically for minions now what happened was 
skeletons didn't get changed at all. They didn't get buffed. They didn't get extra damage. They have a lack of more damage modifiers in its tree. And the game itself just got more and more damage-oriented. Like, you need significantly more damage to do the same task. And they got left by the wayside. You could play skeletons, but you'd soon quickly realize that they deal literally no damage. But thankfully, with the addition of Lich's Scorn, you can play cold projectile skeletons again, and um, uh, mage uh, skeleton mages become viable again. So now, here's my question. The best ahead. form of skeleton mage, is it cold projectiles using Lich's Scorn, or is it skelly mage sacrifice? Lich's Scorn, it has better AoE. The sacrifice is a lot of, like, effort. <laughs> it's a fun build. It's fun, but it's a lot of effort. I think it's pretty good. I think, I, I, good... I, think, I think it's closer than you're giving it credit for. But I like the cold stuff. I have played it before. Well, the uh, problem is, why aren't, you run, why aren't you running Lich's Scorn on that build, Perry? Oh, you could, couldn't you? Yeah. What's stopping you? What's legitimately stopping you? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I just shoot. like the projectiles okay. more. That's not a bad idea. Fun. Okay, okay. Now, like I said, it's a fun build. It's not like a good build. It's a fun build. You can play around with it. You can make it do T4 Jurlo with investment. It's, so where, where are we putting this uh this like Lich's Scorn Skelly Mage then? I would put it at the top of B tier. Top of B? I, I dragged Wolf down here a second ago. It was tier before Lich's Scorn existed. So that's a good example of how one, one item can change an entire skill, by the way. And that item is sweet. I, I the hope problem that item is that item can cool also be used on a lot of other builds, like the yeah. like the Wraith and the A-Bomb build, which would make them deal even more damage. So I don't know how to feel about that. Like, how do you I feel about, how do you scorn, feel about Wolf uh, down here? I feel like we had too really many A-tier stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, it's better than Wolf, though. What? It's better than Wolf? Yeah. The, uh, Skelly Mage yeah. is definitely better than Wolf. Like I said, this is like the problem with not having this the the squirrels on the list because like squirrels would be up all the way at the top so it's like oh no we're, we're just talking about wolf else. right now yeah just wolf yeah i i i think that's fine i like that i all think right. that's fine i'm gonna choose one more and then i'm gonna let you do the next one okay mm -hmm. so let we did skelly mage let's talk about skeleton skeleton i would put that at c tier well they're melee so well i mean i mean uh we're going to talk about all of them when we're talking to talk about them. The melee versions are D tier. The the rogues are C tier. I guess we're like talking the, about the, the archers. The archers are part yes. of Skelly. The archers are at the bottom of B tier, in my opinion. The bottom of B tier. So like They're, they're carried they're by the, the skeleton mages. Yeah, you yeah, essentially exactly. run, you run the skeleton archers because you can't have more than five skeleton mages. Because they're ranged, because they do something, they're good enough. Yeah. They have AoE. It's like it's like a it's like an army setup. You just get as many range projectiles dealing cold damage as possible. Yeah, you just you just spam it as much as possible. And they're pretty okay. You can get like a bunch of them. They do a decent amount of damage, especially with Lich's Scorn. But of course, like I said, every other minion build can now. Uh so they B is like not an embarrassment. It's fine. Yeah. It's not a noob trap. But this is only the Lich's Scorn or like the poison. Mm -hmm. yep version so it's like the poison rogue version so it's like if you end up playing warriors god bless your soul so th there's what's a death knight is that what it's called death knight's a skeletal mage what? is it's that just a, 
Is that it's a just thing? Worse I've, I've never seen anyone do death. Uh, so I actually have no idea one purpose, what it is, but it sounds one cool. Purpose. There's one purpose. You use it when you're doing lethal concentration poison stuff because essentially it gives you extra AOE clear because you're scaling cooldown recovery speed for the rogues, right? And that definitely helps the hungering souls on the skeletal death knights, and it makes your AOE actually okay because it makes your AOE bursty. I I know it, uh, what I'm saying makes no sense, but you'll have to watch the video later to understand. All right, well, Chad says they look wicked cool. Maybe but maybe they I are should insane. Spec them yeah, and look I at love them. them. Yeah, they're right. they're they're very cool. They, so they, we did we did skelly mage skelly skeleton. We got yeah. five skills left on the list here. Which one do you want to do? Forge Strike, let's go, my pet favorite. So I, I put Forge Strike up here, but what I really mean is Forge Weapons. So well, Forge yeah, Weapons forge are weapons, like, yeah. they, they come from Warpath as well, but for, Warpath summons them and uses the Forge Strike skill tree, so it In all kind of revolves around. the new Forge Weapons build, you actually end up using Forge Strike now, yeah. so and part of your rotation, so I think it's fine. So they use your weapon. It's kind of like Animate Weapon from, uh, from Path of Exile. Mm -hmm. So they... What happened was they used to be used to be able to get a bunch of them. They used to go infinitely, but the problem is they sucked when that happened. They reduced them to 12, or however many you can have now. I can't remember exactly. And I think it's like 12 or 14 or something like that. And Forge Weapons, they, they deal a decent amount of damage. They scale off your weapon. Void Cleave was introduced. They do enough damage, they kill T4 Jirla, they can survive, they're actually decently tanky now because of uh, Jirla's obsession and with the attunement stacking. So, and you can make them leech. There's a lot of things with forge weapons, you get to use Warpath, the only problem is your forge guard, but like, it's whatever, you're playing the good version of forge guard. So, forge weapons is definitely like A tier at the bottom of like, right below probably Stormcrows probably. Okay, okay. It's a good build. It's definitely better than a lot of the other options on this list. It's not the best build, but of course, it's whatever. Probably you not very good carried, arena. You're a like, signal. As, well, as yeah. a, uh, this if entire out there, list is F tier. If we're gonna, everything well, yeah, everything is F tier yeah. in arena. I, arena is its own beast. Uh, poor Arena. Um, you know what? We could have a tier list where we go over all the skills, but in Arena viability, we can have Blizzard on. That would if, be fun. If we spent like 20 seconds per yeah that's fine yeah that's like it's like boom 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 yeah, boom, bam, boom bam 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 every single skill in the game all right cool all right if you want to see that youtube you got to comment it i'm not going to do that unless somebody says they want to see it already already pm lizard let's go perfect all right so we have four skills left let's uh let's do this one this skill always surprises me how much damage it does the Ooh, base damage is like zombie. giga chad volatile zombie is like it's like necromancer's version of summon wolf where it's just always reliable it's good it's like it's totally usable for all sorts it's of things eight here right below like right below summon abomination wow okay it's defensive properties it's damage properties everything about it just makes it really good the only problem is you have to get around mana but that's not so much of a problem these days because uh, ab uh, aber Aberrant Call exists now and you can get like a really good version of that with LP. Mm -hmm. So overall, summon, summon Volatile Zombie, there's so many different ways of playing it too. I, I couldn't even begin to play, like talk kinda, about it. Kind of feels like um, 
the toolbox like of necromancer like explodey popcorn yeah. srs from path of exile yeah it's like the toolbox of necromancer it is rather amazing it is like one of i think one of the best design skills that they've put out in a while it is it is like if i were if someone was to ask me dread what do you want minion minion skills to be like like what do you want their skill tree to look like what do you want their damage to look like what do you want their utility to look like what do you want what do you want them to be and volatile zombie is the first thing to just the first thing yeah to like, okay yeah i like hear you first hear thing you. on my list i think wolf would have came my uh, came to mind for me but there's there's a couple things that i would like to change about I like, I like definitely not jumping perfect. bean zombies too much yeah okay okay uh, so i guess what's what's the that. best version that we're talking about when it comes to volatile zombie is this like summoning three at a time on a cooldown it's so it's so hard to say that because like there's so many different applications of it that like okay is like we could primary talk about source of damage that's what this tier list is yeah. all about because like we could do self-cast where you spam them we could do the stupid loop with death death seal which is still a thing death, i mean dread shade like with volatile zombie it's just everything just all of it's good it doesn't matter like you just throw in volatile zombie because it's even good in the infernal shade build the the hungering soul infernal shade build it's even good there it's it's just it it, it has so much utility it's so much damage i know like we're not going to use it on but in terms of damage it has plenty of damage too so it's like the only problem is getting crit up is a pain in the ass but it's like whatever like i haven't played lich's scorn with it yet but i'm going to assume lich's scorn just makes it ridiculous it's, it's probably good isn't it yes it's probably really good all right so <laughs> speaking of probably good here's the opposite <laughs> oh Summon Scorpion. Oh, uh, so when Summon Scorpion back in the day, it used to have a bug where there are nodes inside its tree which increase its size. Uh, cool. And you could increase its size so large that its basic attacks would no longer function. It would no longer hit things. Really? You can make it so big it couldn't hit stuff. Mm hmm. So Summon Scorpion, it's kind of like Raptor, Summon Raptor that we have at home. It, okay. It's the same concept as Raptor. It deals a lot of damage, but it's not as good as Raptor because it it takes a lot more investment. So, so this I is would... not using not using Scorpion as some kind of weird buff standing in its no. It's just it's just yeah damage. The the is Scorpion that... babies are cute. You're right. Put an S tier. What what was it was S for Scorpion? Yeah, S S for Scorpion. So what what's the think best what version? Spot. What what's the I, best thing you can do with Scorpion if you want it to be your primary source of damage? Do you go you babies? Poison? No, you do not go babies. Yeah, no babies. Solo companion. Solo companion. Yeah. You go either poison or crit. I think both are viable options. I'm gonna leave it in beat. I'm gonna leave it under. Yeah, I think it's summon. fine where it is. I think yeah, that's it, fine. like it's you can play it, but like it's not like the best things in slice bread i think i think if you like there there are skills that do its job better like if you want better clear run bear you want better single target run raptor like you know it's like what you want babies you want better run utility scorpion. run like you want uh yeah the baby skill with the scorpions minion stats think about that for a second yeah not your minion stats <laughs> yep yep <laughs> wait they're not your minions nope so you can have a solo it companion means, and you have a mm -hmm. big scorpion and you still benefit from those buffs even if you have babies? 
Because they're not your yeah. babies. Oh my god, yeah. they're scorpion babies. But yeah, you. Uh, I'm it, not it the dad. I'm needs... not the father. <laughs> <laughs> it needs a pass, but it's still playable. All right, it's we're, like we're gonna lower levels of playable. Is it is it better or is it worse than Storm Totem? Oh God, just 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 put that in C tier. So just so Storm Totem, it it gives you movement speed. But we're, remember, we're talking about Storm Totem as a primary source of damage. See, it's good for leveling, but that's it. That's Better all it's than Spriggan? Uh, no, Spriggan at least can be a build by itself. Storm so, Totem So cannot. Storm Totem is awesome for leveling. Mm-hmm. You can zoom all the way to Empowered Monoliths. But once you get to Empowered Monoliths, your damage is going to fall off a cliff. What's yeah. the best version of this? Are we buffing it with upheaval? Are we smacking it over and over? No, you would just like play it with the other totems and then just have it be carried. It's just an extra totem you use. Just That's the problem. But like what get how how is the upheaval buffing your totem like solo storm totem? How's that? The problem with it is it's clear is Papega. It like the fact you can't have more than one summon storm totem still baffles people's minds to this day if you could have two storm totems where would it be on the list it would definitely be like b tier like middle b tier like less than wolf yeah it would be up there but the fact you can only have one and then like you have to use other stuff it's it's, so strange isn't it why can you only have one storm totem i know it yeah it's okay there's a lot of weird stuff about shaman there's a lot of head scratching to be done but apparently they're going to eventually work around it yeah they'll they'll, they'll change it right right they'll change it they'll change it i i left one skill for last because it's a skill that gets an honorable mention no matter what uh somebody in twitch chat convinced me to try a very special thorn totem build and Ugh. even if you don't take the node that gives you infinite damage, the build, we ended up calling it Totem Pop, is absolutely hilarious. It's a minion damage build that scales off of your own cast speed. And I ended up having so much fun playing this skill. The normal Thorn Totem thing that you do, it's probably better overall, has like more consistent I'd damage and better coverage. i put it in B tier above Ballista, probably. Is that, is that with, the, uh, with the infinite Damage I think it could be both. I think the problem with the infinite damage node, I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to I'm not going to like put it on the list based on the infinite damage node because IE it's infinite damage and I don't think that was intended. <laughs> you don't think infinite but, damage was intended? The poison stacks no. fall off. Wait, so what what is the infinite damage node? There's a node that says uh, thorn totem hits deal more damage per stack of poison on the enemy. And you can right. stack up a lot of poison. Chat so what I'm going to do, I'm going to distance myself from this, uh, from this ranking specifically because I am insanely biased. Because I think one of like I think the problem is is like the infinite damage node just skews everything else about the whole skill, and it makes it so that oh yeah, Thorn Totem's great if you take the infinite damage node, and it's like then the actual skill doesn't get fixed, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go get myself a cup of Sunny D. Harry. Uh, <laughs> All right, so so I'll I'll, I'll chat. You build. go you go get you some you go you go get some you D, and then I'll that. I'll talk. 
So here's the thing. I, I played this totem pod build. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go over to my YouTube channel. There's a video about it. And I specifically did two things. I made two clips at the beginning of that video. One where you do take Nightshade Briar, the infinite damage node, and one where you do not take it. And you can see the damage ramp starting to stack up against the boss. And like, it's, it's noticeable. You're definitely dealing more hit damage. But the build without Nightshade Briar is still so much damage. It, it's still way more damage than you think it is. So like when I think about this, like, okay, so it's it's definitely better AoE than Raptor. It's got better AI than Raptor because it's a totem that scales on your cast speed. Watching better you put it in target. A tier makes me cry. You know I, that? I, 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 think, I think it belongs like, like right here, like better than Raptor, better than Stormcrows. You know, it's it's a it, it's a minion damage skill. You're summoning the totem over and over. It's weird because it scales on your cast speed, not its cast speed. But even without the Nightshade Briar node, I think it belongs here. I think it's 18. I have, Gav. <laughs> it's it's big. It's it's hilarious. It's really good damage. I liked it a lot. All right. I'm Listen, pretend he's sipping it's his not on the list. He's got no comments on this. He's I'm gonna pretend and... it's not on the list, and we're gonna continue. I'm very All right, so salty this, about this. This, this is a pretty good list we have here. We got two S's, two D's, a couple mm. things in A and B. Like these minions ended up being a lot more reasonable than I thought they'd be. I don't know why you put uh, shield uh, shields on the list. Listen, I had to make this in a rush. I I was pretty sure that it deals damage. But I did say that we we're going to talk about one more thing. Let's let's mention um, not squirrels because I think there's a lot to say about squirrels. Let's mention uh, swarm blade form because I know you uh, specifically have done a lot uh, with uh, with locusts. So this will uh, be like the last topic of conversation for us. So story time. Tell me. Gather around, everybody. So locusts are really bad, and they have been. Really bad. So when Swarmblade was released, the hype was immeasurable because, oh my god, you're playing like a, a minion build that summons locusts, and you're a locust yourself? Sounds great! And then we started playing with it, and we realized a few things that were problems. First off, locusts deal... No damage. And they still deal no damage, by the way. Uh, you used to be able to summon a lot of locusts at once, and that kind of made up for the fact that they dealt no damage. But the problem is, even then, if you summoned like 100 locusts, it still felt terrible. And that was changed. They capped the amount of locusts you can get, and they quote-unquote buffed their base stats. And they ended up making them worse than they were in the beginning because the buffs to their base stats did not make up for the fact that they capped them. So for instance, you can have like 15 of them, but before you could have like 45 of them and they definitely did not get triple their damage. So, and also they are insanely squishy. I'm okay with them being squishy. I think that's a cool aspect of them. I think it's fine that they're squishy because they're like cannon fodder, but 
The problem is they had a set duration before and they still have a set duration now where after like a few seconds, I think it's like eight or 10 or something like that, they will just die no matter what. If you invest all your stuff into minion survivability, doesn't matter. They die after 10 seconds. And that was one of the biggest problems with uh, Locus is like, even if you make them survive, they won't because they have their own timer that they just die at. And all of this combined, and then it's also combined with the lackluster state of the Swarm Blade tree, where TLDR, like, half or three quarters of it is locusts, and locusts are really bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's... It's weird it's, that Assemble that Abomination has the node to, like, make it infinite, like, you can, you can mm -hmm. sacrifice your skeletons to it. Like, should, should locusts get that as well? The problem is then it would like require them to put an obscene downside on it and they can't handle an obscene downside because they're already that bad. Hmm. I think as a base, they need to be a lot better than they currently are. They need to deal a lot more damage than they currently do. Um, they need, they need something. Cause like right now in the current state of the game, they are the laughing stock of minion builds. Like, like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I I know you put Ring of Shields on that list, so I'm gonna say I would put Locust <laughs> right below Sabretooth. Like, they're that bad. At least it's... Sabretooth, you have the. At least Sabretooth, you could like do the aspect of the Viper, and you could do like you know, uh, freaking what is it like? You could do uh, solo companion stuff. At least then Sabretooth would be somewhat usable. Locust, it's. Uh, I, I feel like I've made you sad. <laughs> it, it, it is sad every single time like, I look I'm bringing at you down. Like you had a good evening, so but all of a sudden you're down. It's yeah. so cool. It's so cool, but it's so bad. <laughs> oh, somebody in chad said, "Can we hear about vines?" So we vines, about vines, vines have skills. Like we didn't talk about them. Well, we, I mean, well, we we could talk about vine bear, which we think is the best version of vines, right? Yeah, we're gonna talk about vine bear because. Vine Spriggan is a laughing stock. So, so, so vines, you would you would spec into Spriggan form to buff all your vines. You would summon them by using Fury Leap, or maybe also by having the boots that summon vines as you walk, the Atera's Path boots. Um, and then the purpose of being a bear is you get a bunch of defensive buffs, which is nice. You get movement skills, which God bless, and you also get Maul, which gives you uh, minion damage because you're specking into Fury Leap for that. And then Maul itself gives you um, minion damage based on the Werebear skill tree. So now, where where does that that is more go? of a testament of Werebear form, and a lot less of like the vines. So is that is that build about, a crit? Is that a, is that a crit build or is that a poison? You build? could do either. It doesn't matter. Either doesn't one. Matter okay. You, yeah, you do whatever. Now the problem here is I want to remain unbiased. And to remain unbiased, I have to disassociate it with Werebear in this regard. Because vines as themselves are really terrible. Because back in the day, if you remember old... Couldn't you have form, like 200 of them? You used to be able to get infinite amounts yeah. of them. And they were insanely strong. Obviously, don't get me wrong, things were strong in the past. Let that go, Dread. That's understandable. I, I understand. I completely agree with that. But when they capped them to 12... And then, like, their damage didn't, like, playing a Spriggan Vine build was one of the most disappointing things I had ever done. And then, and then 
seeing that Vine Bear was just objectively better because mm-hmm. it was Werebear, because it had access to it was, it was just depressing. I I I think I think what happened I think what happened was I played that build. It was that bad, and then I think I took a week break. I think I actually took a week break from the computer Oof. in general. I it was just that depressing to see that like literally Spriggan form itself was just that bad in regards to vines. Let's, and then let's like the Melly Slappy Vines. The Melly Slappy Vines. But if we're gonna talk about Vine Bear, it's like uh B tier, top of B tier. Top of B tier. Let's talk about big vines real quick. Somebody in chat said, Do you do D, big vines? D, I've I've D, never ever seen D, a big vine. D it doesn't do enough damage to make up for the fact you're Wh- having why? vines. Because the, the you get half of there. them. You get half of them. You already have very little vines. You only have twelve. And then you're cutting it in half to not even get that much of a bonus. Like, it's... Even Ice Beetle Shrine is better than it, probably. Well, yes. Ice Beetle Shrine gets you killed when you do Tier 4 Jewelra. So I hate Ice Beetle Shrine. <laughs> I think I think that about does it. Dread, do you have any final thoughts for wrapping up this minion stuff here? We intentionally went slow. We only had like 19 or 20 skills. I can't count. I think it's 19. But we wanted to take our time talking about kind of the minion stuff that goes into these skills. You have any final thoughts? Anything you want to say? I think so. I've been playing a lot of a lot of other ARPGs of late. I've played some Path of Exile. I played like a lot of different ones. I, and I recently played Slormancer. Now Slormancer only has access to like two minion builds currently, one through the Necromancy Reaper. And I enjoyed that build way more than any build on this list i'm going to be honest the minion life in last epoch is very low quality of life it is like scraping at the bottom of the barrel i've played hoag trickster in path of exile and it it still felt better than everything on this list it is like if if we you, are if we are someone, fighting, hmm? if you had someone come to you and say like, "Hey, like I like playing necromancers, I like playing minion builds," what's what's like the best of the best minion build to play in Last Epoch in terms of feel? Uh, probably just wraiths. Just wraiths. <laughs> yeah, just wraiths. Stationary. I think the stationary thing would turn off like a diehard minion necromancer. Person. I know, I know. It's that much of a difference. <laughs> It's like if we were to actually relatively like make the tier list relative versus uh-huh. like in terms of power level, it would probably have like five other tiers above raid. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm with you. And there. you put it at the top, the best totems. Thank you. And it is a shame because in the beginning, I thought minions were actually really good in Last Epoch. I actually enjoyed them. And then I started playing other ARPGs and then I realized, wait a second. These are the bottom of the bunch. These, it's like, and I understand why they don't want them to be OP like they are in other games. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I think that they get the shaft a lot more than they should. So Thank the, you. That's actually a good so, point. Something, That's a good something point. Kelvar been... brought up a good point, actually. Wait a second. Kelvar brought up a good point. Minions are good in Last Epoch, but they are not fun. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly my sentiment. Something that I've been keeping track of during our conversation here is like the base minion conversation. Where's the base minion stats fall in the same thing? 
So like we had storm crows with very low base survivability. Things like wolves are base okay, but squirrels, like the base minion is very good. We talked about abomination as a base skill is very, very strong. Uh, volatile zombie has like really good base damage. Leveling with bone golem retaliation is good damage. You know, leveling the base of manifest armor, like the base minion, the things that are good base minions are pretty high on the list. And the things that are kind of middling or kind of bad base minion are low on the list. Where's my feel good? Where, where's the skills that are just like fun to play? I would willingly play a number of things here. I play flame or uh, flame rates because it's busted. I would play like totem pop. I would even play, I would play forge weapons, but like eh, not, not most of these. I would play retaliate bone golem happily. But like most of these skills, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't find myself having fun playing them. And I think that's kind of a downside. Yeah. And that's what I realized when I started playing other games. I'm like, I, I, I don't know what the problem is. I don't know, like, if they want minions to feel like that, where they're unfun. And it do you feels think like, they hate like, minion players? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, if I were to look at the base state of like ballista and like all these other skills, yeah, I, I would say so. Like, wow. if I was to just look at the skills, yeah, but like, I know PHG that they don't feel like that. Hates necromancer mains. I don't, right. I don't, I don't think they feel like that. But that's definitely <laughs> you could definitely. Think that if you look at these skills. Got it. All right. So I think, also, I think the lack that's of gonna... a convocation as well. That that doesn't help. Oh, convocation like missing a, from Path of Exile. But that's a, uh, that's a, uh, what do you call it? That's a, that's a band-aid fix. All right. The Listen, problem. we are at an hour and a half for the podcast here. We've really stretched out the conversation because there's a lot to say. We could continue talking about squirrels. We can keep talking about the transformations as well. And at some point, I want to do like a utility skills, talking about Warcry, talking about Void Cleave and what it gives to skills like these. But that's a lot of conversation. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of talking for a different time. So for right now, this is our uh, minion skill tier list for, what is this, 0. Point, we're at like 085, right before the multiplayer update, which is uh, apparently happening next week, Friday. Uh-huh. Very reliable source told me that next week Friday is multiplayer. Uh, Perry, oh so God. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Actually, well, before we end, so Santiago, we're gonna put a good point. I'm a bit confused. While I think some minion builds require specific gear, I think the overall minion experience is more than decent. Where other games just leave an afterthought and like one to two minion builds total. The problem is, is it depends on what content you're doing. If you're doing like empowered monolith content, um, if you're doing like leveling and you're like getting to end game and you're doing like the first few monoliths, it's fine. That's not when it sinks in. It sinks in when you're in 200 corruption and your your uh summon spriggan dies left and right, or your summon uh your uh your summon a bomb you have to resummon it every two minutes, or your freaking bone golem you have to summon it every two minutes. Or your thorn totems, they deal no damage. Or your storm totem, they deal no damage. Even if you try to make them deal damage. Your ballista totems, they get overwhelmed. It, it's it's more of like in the end game that we're talking about. Like the leveling with them's fine. Like playing them, fine. It's like when you start bringing them into end game content. Like specifically, like what Perry said earlier about arena. Specifically, they're mm -hmm. objectively really bad. It it. Early on, it's like whatever. You can make anything work. You can make Tempest Strike work in the campaign. You can play Ignite matter. Melee Cinder Strike Whew. in the campaign. 
It'll it'll so, get you all the way to level eighty. Sure will. Using the campaign as like a scale of how good things are is a very bad idea because there are plenty of things that work in the campaign that and they should do not these, work. These things should work in the campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So do I do I call you dread or do I call you dreadful now? Dread. I, mean, I, I just did dread, dreadful because it it worked because you know. <laughs> Dread, dread from dreadful gaming with all the dreadful builds oh out there. Of course. Dread, thank you for joining me. Always appreciate God, this. Really was a dreadful here. podcast, though, huh? The dreadful podcast. <laughs> talking about minions here. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Appreciate you, buddy. Twitch chat. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here as well. We had some raids during this as well, so thank you for everyone who's joining us live. If you're watching this on YouTube and Spotify, make sure to leave some comments. Let us know where you're watching it, and let us know what you think about this tier list here eventually I'm we're going to start doing some like throwing skills maybe some bow skills which is specifically only marksmen but we'll do it anyways because we've got some time to spare and it's a fun conversation piece i'm so, so we'll keep doing these. an elitist for my opinions on this on this well, one specifically we're, we're gonna be elitist for everything that's what this podcast is <laughs> they're all garbage all right so thank you for being here appreciate your time we'll see you next time